The following is another KXPN Sports presentation. KXPN Sports presents high school basketball. Squires comes out to take the ball at midcourt, gives it off to Kime, putting out that man-to-man pressure. Back up top, they go to Reifenrath, and Kyla hits a 17-footer. Today, it's the final rounds of the Amherst Holiday Tournament. Coming up next is the girls' and boys' championship games. High school basketball on ESPN Tri-Cities is brought to you by the KXPN Sports Club. Hadwiger, left elbow. Here's another three, Thompson, and he'll bury it. That'll be the first bucket of the ball game for Tanner Thompson. The first day is in the books. Now it's on to the championship games of the Amherst Holiday Tournament. Coming up next is the Hogemeyer Hybrids pregame show. We'll take you out to the court and join ESPN Radio Sports Director Doug Duda right after this word from Hogemeyer Hybrids. This broadcast is made possible by Terry and Jason Stark, your Hogemeyer Independent Representatives. Hogemeyer has over 80 years of legacy in products, service, and performance. While winning isn't everything at the high school level, it sure makes things a lot more interesting. To put a winning team to work for you with deep roots and a shared vision, call Terry and Jason Stark of Cutting Edge Seed and Chemical. Your Hogemeyer Independent Representatives, 627-1064. And one final time, welcome back to Amherst High School for the eighth and final game of the 2020 Amherst Holiday Basketball Tournament. A happy new year, everyone, on this New Year's Eve. Doug Duda, along with our producer engineer, Grant Ty. The boys' championship between 7-0 Amherst and C1 second-ranked 7-1 Kearney Catholic with their only loss to Class B number four, Waverly. This is the Hogemeyer Hybrids pregame show as we get ready for what should be a dandy last year, 51-48, Carney Catholic in a game Amherst played lights out. Can they find a way to slow down the Stars? We'll give you the starting lineups right after this. When DuPont Pioneer says they're with you from the word go, what does that mean? It means packing a ton of people power, along with unmatched service and support, into high-performance hybrids. Sure, Pioneer Corn products feature high-performance trait packages, but it's your local team of professionals that helps place the right products in your field. Pioneer, with you from the word go. Your Ag Impact partners are Craig Weegis and Todd Travis. Town & Country Bank is truly your hometown bank. We've been serving the central Nebraska region since 1905. We currently have offices in the communities of Ravenna, Pleasanton, Kearney, and Litchfield. Town & Country Bank is locally owned and managed. We pride ourselves in serving you through exceptional personal service. We also strive to offer you the latest in technological advancements. Stop by and visit with us about your financial needs or just to chat. The hometown bank with a big interest in serving you. We are Town & Country Bank. Time now for the starting lineups brought to you by Five Points Bank, the better bank in Kearney. First off for the Kearney Catholic Stars, number three, 6'2", junior, Garrett Schmoderer. Number 20, 6'4", senior, Logan O'Brien. Number 24, 6'3", senior, Blake Teal. The leading scorer at 21 points a game, number 32, 6'4", junior, Brett Mahoney. He's 11 points shy of 1,000 for his career. And number 33, 6'4", senior, Kegan Bosshammer. The head coach is Bob Langan, assisted by A.J. Landon, Tim Teal, Sean Smith, and Austin Frazier. 7-1, ranked second in C1. For the 7-0 Amherst Broncos, number two, six-foot senior, Kalen Rohde. Number 11, 6'3", senior, Colton Vavra, who poured in 18 last night and is currently the team's 
leading scorer. Number 20, 6'2", senior Tanner Thompson. Number 21, 6'2", sophomore Scout Simmons. And number 23, 6'3", freshman Tage Hadwiger. Head coach is Eric Rippin, assisted by Les Adelung, Jalen Heiser, and Nathan Lother. We're ready for basketball. They don't mess around here. And the ball is about to be placed in the air. Our starting line is brought to you by Five Points Bank, the Better Bank, and our pregame brought to you by our friends at Hogemeyer Hybrids. Contact Terry and Jason Stark, your Hogemeyer Hybrid seed dealer. Hanwiger and Mahoney to jump center, and Carney Catholic, where the traveling green jerseys with gold trim will pick up the opening tip. The key here, survive the first quarter for Amherst. Carney Catholic, outside of the Waverly game, has torched the seven opponents in the first quarter. And they've been able to play from ahead as Boss Hammer drives right baseline. Over to O'Brien, left corner three. It's off the mark, deflected off Vavra and out of bounds, so the Stars will get it again. Carney Catholic has actually shot three-pointers well in the first quarter. May not be right out of the gate, but somewhere in the first quarter. As they lob it into the backcourt here for Logan O'Brien, it is man-to-man, and Hadwiger is on Mahoney, and they try to get it to Brett. He knocks it away, but it hit the official, and out of bounds it goes. It'll stay with Carney Catholic. So what a matchup here for the freshman against the All-Stater in Mahoney. Bosshammer throws it out top to O'Brien. Swings at wheat side to Blake Teal. Working on Thompson. Takes him to the baseline. Wrap around to the left baseline to O'Brien. And up top, Bosshammer. Anybody will shoot the three for the Stars. Schmatterer to Mahoney. Off the screen. Brett into the lane. Leaner. Nothing. Out to Teal. Open three. It's too strong. And another offensive rebound. This one to Mahoney. A third chance. He'll power it up. And they're going to call him for a charge. Running over Rohde. And if Mahoney would happen to get an early foul trouble, that would definitely change the complexion of the game. Brett Mahoney called for an offensive foul. And now Amherst will have their first possession. All the Amherst fans sitting in the top three, four bleachers over there. Nobody close to the floor. That's an unusual look, although they're still a good... Fan base. Man, if everybody could come, and it looks like the NSAA said today more can. Here's Simmons for three off the screen, and he'll knock it home. Scout Simmons gives Amherst the three to nothing lead. Fast break, Boss Hammer. Into the corner, Schmatterer for three. He'll answer. Garrett Schmatterer knocks down the three point bucket to tie things up at three apiece. Up the floor, Simmons. And again, like I said, if everybody could get in here, this place would be jammed. The atmosphere that we've had the last couple times these teams have met with something on the line, pretty fun. Up top, Rody, three-pointer. It's off the front of the iron, no good. Rebound brought down by Mahoney. First three of the game for Amherst. Rody has just struggled shooting the basketball so far in the games that we've been able to cover. Here's O'Brien into the paint, back out top, Schmatter into the paint, runs over a defender, knocks Simmons down. They let it go this time. Boss Hammer skips it out to Teal for the three. It's short. Rebound brought down by Hadwiger. Tage headed the other way, looking to go all the way, then dishes it into the corner to Thompson, who dropped it. Fight for it, out of bounds off of Schmatterer. Early on, the pace is going to be high. It's going to be intense. And as we said, can Amherst survive, even though they're 7-0? Everybody's looking at Carney Catholic as the favorite here tonight, and they want to get some confidence. Rody to the free throw line to Thompson. Left elbow, dishes it off Simmons for three more. It didn't hit anything, and the rebound brought down by Logan O'Brien. O'Brien 
Brings the basketball up the floor. Looks for some help. Now decides to just keep going. Takes the short jumper. It's no good. Fights for his own rebound. Gets it at a foul called here on the Broncos. This will go on Hadwiger. First foul of the game on Amherst. And it will send Logan O'Brien to the line to shoot two. Each team has hit a three-pointer. Simmons for Amherst. Schmatterer for Kearney Catholic. 3-3, two and a half in. Free throw is up and it is in. For O'Brien, Carney Catholic grabs the lead for the first time at 4-3. We will catch up with Coach Greg Barrett of St. Cecilia at halftime for our St. Cecilia fans as the second free throw is up and it is in. We did get a chance to talk to him in between games. Stars up 5-3. Up top with it, Simmons. Stars playing man-to-man. They can go zone. They like to go 1-3-1 from time to time. Three-pointer Thompson just decides to take the flat-footed one and drop it home. And the lead goes back to the Broncos, 6-5. Fast break up to O'Brien. Lost the handle, punched out of bounds here by Simmons. And it will be Carney Catholic ball on a baseline. Three minutes into the game, Broncos 6 and the Stars 5. O'Brien looking in the paint, well covered by Mahoney. Up top to Schmatterer. Mahoney will take it left corner. Takes Hadwiger to the baseline. Taez blocks the shot, but it goes right to Schmatterer, and then he's fouled. So Garrett Schmatterer will go to the line. Off the nice block shot. The foul's on Simmons. His first and the team's second. You're listening to KXPN Carney, KICS Hastings, and 92.1 FM. ESPN Tri-Cities, Schmatterer's free throw is good. Our injury report is brought to you by Family Physical Therapy and Sports Center, getting you back into the game of life with two locations in Kearney. Good news is everybody suited that's supposed to be suited today for both these teams. They're at full strength. If we have an entry, we'll get it to you, Family Physical. Second free throw, no good. The ball bounces out. Mahoney grabs it and really is uncontested to the hoop. And Brett Mahoney will get his first bucket of the ball game on the offensive board. 8-6, three-pointer the other way. Rody shoots another one. It doesn't go. The rebound brought down by Logan O'Brien. O'Brien across the timeline. Into the corner for a three. Schmatterer didn't get this one to fall. Rebound comes out to the top of the circle, and Scout Simmons is able to bring it home. He'll bring it into the front court to Hadwiger on the right wing. Stops there, guarded by Mahoney, so they're both on each other in the man-to-man. Rody up top to Thompson. He'll try a three. It's off the front of the rim, no good. Rebound, Dylan Murs just checked in at the last dead ball. And Bosshammer came to the bench. Murs has started some games, either he or Schmatterer this year. Mahoney, left wing, gets it to Teal for the three. Short, so the Stars not hitting the threes early on like they do in most of their games, and Scout Simmons will get the rebound. Top of the key three, Rody, no good. Rebound brought down by Logan O'Brien. Fast break the other way, get it to Schmatterer, steps into the paint, got fouled, the shot won't go, but he's going to go to the line. So Schmatterer to shoot two. And the foul on Simmons. So Scout Simmons picks up his second foul. In the Nebraska women, big win today, 65-63, as they took care of 15th-ranked Northwestern. So Schmatterer goes to the line, waiting for him to get the basketball. He does, and the first free throw is up and right through there. Schmatterer with five early on here. And here come the Elo boys for Amherst. They have played really well off the bench. Really well. 
big part of holding on to the win yesterday. Second free throw on the way, and it is no good. And Mahoney got the rebound again, and then he is going to be almost tied up. But what happened was Elo went to tie him up. He was standing out of bounds. So that means it'll be Carney Catholic ball on the inbounds. Turner Plugi in for the Stars. O'Brien backdoor Mahoney on the inbound. Turn around, jumper up and in. And Brett has his second bucket. 11 to 6 now. Carney Catholic is up by five. Three and a half to go here in the first quarter. Elo on the right wing. Starts to drive baseline behind the basket. Throws it out. Hadwiger for three. It's no good. Tip try. Foul called. Both teams falling in love with the three early. That's already eight three-point attempts for Amherst. And a foul here on Garrett Schmatterer on the rebound. It will stay with Amherst. Broncos stuck on six here. Inbound to Ethan Elo. Between the circles to Hadwiger. Hadwiger swings it over. Elo for three. Nolan got it. Three-point bucket for Nolan Elo. All three Amherst buckets have been from beyond the arc. Fast break the other way. Look for Dylan Mers. Mers back up top to O'Brien. Left side of the key. He'll kick it out to Schmatterer. Schmatterer into O'Brien in the paint. Pulls up from eight. No good. Rebound fought for and grabbed by Hadwiger. His second. Tage will go ahead and bring the ball up the floor himself. And they'll slow it down here with 2.40 to go in quarter number one. But they will have to find ways to score inside. They cannot win this game shooting nothing but threes. Elo, top of the key, another three for Nolan. What do I know? He nails it. And Amherst is back on top, 12-11. to 11, Their fourth three-pointer of the first quarter. And across the timeline, Mahoney gets trapped. Jump pass, finds Schmatter. He's so strong. Underneath the Plugi, wide open. The layup is good. Turner Plugi. But that was a great athletic play by Brett Mahoney to get out of trouble. Now Hadwiger, one-hand runner the other way, hits the front of the rim, no good. Mahoney already five boards, started to get up the floor, wanted to walk on him, didn't get it. O'Brien into the corner, back out to Plugi. Turner for three, it's no good. Mahoney with another rebound. Underneath, Dylan Mers lays it up and in. So just as soon as Amherst took the lead, it's gone, 15-12. to 12. Kearney Catholic, a minute 40 to go here. In quarter number one, high energy both ways in this basketball game's first quarter. Not a lot of stoppage of play, no timeouts. Elo to the high post, swings it out here to Hadwiger. Skip pass right side, Kalen Rohde for three, and he finally got one. Kalen Rohde hits the fifth three-pointer of the first quarter here for Amherst to tie the basketball game at 15. Stars break a little pressure here with Turner Plugi between the circles. Plugi, Mers, O'Brien, Mahoney, and Schmatterer on the floor. A little different-looking five rotation here for the green and gold. Zone defense being applied by Amherst. And O'Brien will try a three, and he'll hit it. Just the second three for Kearney Catholic in eight attempts. 18-15 stars. O'Brien now with five points. Hadwiger walks it across the timeline, gets it to Elo, who just stands there with 45 seconds. They may actually play for the last shot. They killed a lot of time yesterday against St. Cecilia. Ethan Elo, the junior, Nolan, the sophomore. Schmatter comes out fairly close, but not enough that they're going to give him the five-second count. 
Again, the definition of what six feet is is different for everybody, it seems like. 23 seconds, and Schmatterer then sneaks in and gets the steal all the way to the other end, but missed the shot. Rebound O'Brien, gives it off to Plugi, back to Schmatterer, and he'll hit it. That was the first turnover of the game for either team. 20-15, to 15. Stars back by five as the ball gets knocked away. There's still six seconds to go here in the quarter. Boss Hammer and Teal in for the Stars. Thompson and Simmons in for Amherst as they get ready for the last shot here of the first quarter. Big steal up there for Garrett Schmatterer. Thompson to throw it in for Amherst. Six seconds to go. Out of the wing to Hadwiger. The paint is entirely open to Elo. Elo gets the baseline over Boss Hammer, and it will not go. Boss Hammer intimidated him on that shot, and that is the end of the first. It's Kearney Catholic 20, Amherst 15, in the boys' championship of the Amherst Holiday Tournament here on ESPN Tri-Cities. At your friendly Friesen Ford, they know life can be busy, so they have your best interest in mind by providing a quick, easy car buying experience. When looking for a new or pre-owned vehicle, Friesen Ford makes it easy for you by offering financing options, pending credit approval, a great selection of vehicles, as well as a friendly sales team that works with you to find a vehicle that will fit your needs and your budget. See the selection today just off I-80 in Aurora or online at FriesenFord.com. For sales, service, parts, trust your friendly Friesen Ford team. For professional service to keep your business running smoothly, call Hellman, Maine, Costler, and Cottle. Don't let your financial accounts become overtaxing. Let Hellman, Maine, Costler, and Cottle take care of the accounting while you worry about taking care of your business. They can do it all, from a large company to small businesses. They make it a priority to do the best to help take the stress out of the numbers. Best of luck to all the area athletes in tonight's game from Hellman, Maine, Costler, and Cottle. Five out of 11 from three-point land in the first quarter for Amherst. And that... Ryan Trampy is a very proud supporter of all area sports. Ever wonder what sets Channel Seed products apart from other seed? It's a direct connection to Monsanto, a company consistently recognized as a leader in seed and trait technology. Tested globally, locally, and then combined with the latest traits and treatments to ensure performance potential on your acres. I'm Ryan Trampy, your Channel Seed dealer. Back to action, had a little technical difficulties. Mahoney made a three, then he misses a three. The rebound brought down by Ethan Elo. It's 23-15. to 15. Kearney Catholic has the lead. On the left elbow, we're a minute into this second quarter of play, but eight in a row now by the Stars. Their biggest lead. Thompson tries to back his way in. Nothing there. Out top to Hadwiger against the man-to-man. Simmons moves in on Teal. Turnaround jumper from eight. All the way around and out. Thompson, though, with the follow. 
That's the first two-point bucket of the ball game for Amherst at the 6.35 mark of the second quarter, and it's 23-17. Here come the Stars. Schmatterer was the leading scorer after one. Boss Hammer, beautiful lob into Logan O'Brien, who lays it up and in. And a look of disgust on the Broncos' faces, saying, man, how many guys are out here? It looks like there's seven of them. And O'Brien tips it out of bounds. So it'll stay here with Amherst. 25-17. So here we go. Back to the Broncos. Over on the right wing, Simmons drives baseline, dribbles off his foot. Out of bounds, it goes. Kearney Catholic basketball. 25-17 stars. Boys championship game of the Amherst Holiday Tournament. The girls rallied earlier today for a 35-34 win over Amherst. York held on to beat the St. Cecilia boys, and York's girls a big comeback to win the girls' championship, 37-33. St. Cecilia girls were held to eight points in the second half after putting up 74 yesterday. We'll talk with Coach Greg Barrett at halftime. We'll have that talk. Here's Mahoney in the paint, up under, extra step, left-handed layup is good. Mahoney with five in the quarter, nine in the game. That gives him 998 career points. He's a bucket away from hitting 1,000. And the fans have some signs when he gets to that point, and he will get to that point. Ten-point lead for Carney Catholic. Backdoor cut, nice reverse layup, Scout Simmons. And he'll get the second bucket here in the quarter, 27-19. Mahoney with it on the right wing. Up top to Teal. Teal spins to the high post, kicks it out to Schmatterer. Gets it over to Bosshammer. O'Brien by himself on the left wing against Simmons. Skip pass to Schmatterer. Back out Teal. Got the three-pointer away, and Blake's got it. Now the Stars are starting to warm up. Teal with his first bucket of the ball game, 30-19. And it seems like Amherst is playing just fine, and you look up there, and they're down double digits. Simmons on Schmatterer, stays out of the double team, backs it out, keeps the dribble, now drives in, trips, has it stolen away by O'Brien. Two on two, feeds Bosshammer, missed the layup, put it up too strong. Scout Simmons follows and gets the rebound here for Amherst. They have numbers out ahead to Elo, but he keeps it outside the arc. Hadwiger, left-hand corner, three-pointer, and it's good. Ethan Elo, he'll get a three-pointer, the sixth three-pointer here of the game, and actually Amherst has hit the last four that they've taken. 30-22. Mahoney out top. Here's the drive. He's in the paint and kicks it out to Bosshammer. Kegan for three. That one won't go. Defensive board pulled down by Tanner Thompson. Amherst a chance to get back a little closer here. Down by eight with the ball. Thompson off the screen for the three. It's good. (laughs) Well, we talked with Coach Eric Rippin. He knew they'd have to make some, maybe a bunch. Well, they have so far. 30-25. The 11-point lead down to five. Mahoney tries. Mahoney leaves. Mahoney's blocked by Hadwiger. Picked up by O'Brien, and he made it anyway. That's about the third time Amherst has made a great defensive play, only to see the Stars pick up a loose ball and score. And Carney Catholic will call a timeout. 3.45 remaining in the first half. Carney Catholic 32, Amherst 25. This timeout brought to you by ENT Physicians of Carney. The dream of every American farmer is to watch the family farm being passed on from generation to generation. CHS wants to be the company that helps that dream come true. Farmers know CHS Agronomy is who they can trust and count on. When you do business with CHS and Holdridge, you're connecting to agronomic expertise. 
Your CHS agronomy department can help you with everything from chemical, fertilizer, seed, and precision ag. People and resources you can count on always and always here at chsholdridge.com. Farmer owned with Global Connections. Back in the Carney Towing and Repair broadcast booth here in Amherst, bringing you the Bronco Holiday Tournament. And Carney Towing's on the road, bringing your vehicle home. Don't get stranded on the side of the road. From heavy duty towing to roadside assistance, call Carney Towing and Repair when you need us. We'll be there. Stars up 32 25. Amherst with the ball. Elo in the paint, makes one extra pass. Rody can't handle it. It's picked up there by Plugi. And that is the fifth turnover for Amherst. The sheet still clean for the Stars. O'Brien pull up three all the way down and out. No good. Rebound Mahoney. He's double teamed. He's got seven boards. He has it knocked away. Fighting for it. Brett gets it back. Jump pass out top to Plugi. They'll settle it down. Left-hand corner to Mers, back to Plugi. Turner for three, no good again. Rebound grabbed by Ethan Elo. Trying to get closer than seven, and Elo went to pass it off the dribble and dropped it, double dribble. So out of the timeout, back-to-back turnovers for the Broncos. Hadwiger and Simmons, after a short breather, are coming back on the floor. 32-25, three minutes to go before the Ravenna Sanitation halftime report. Brett Mahoney setting on 998 points. He's got the ball on the right wing, working on the freshman Hadwiger, gives it off to Mers. Back out top, they'll rotate it around, left side of the key to Plugi, and then Hadwiger went for a steal on Mahoney, and they hit the deck. So a foul there on Tage Hadwiger. That'll be his second. That is the fourth team foul on Amherst. Two on Simmons and two on Hadwiger. Inbound on the side to Mahoney. He looks to get rid of it. O'Brien as they set the offense. Right wing, Plugi into the corner to Mahoney. Mahoney looking inside. Nothing there. Up top, O'Brien puts the ball on the floor and dishes it back out to Plugi. Drives into the paint. Takes it to the rack. Nice move. Shot won't go. O'Brien is over the back of Scout Simmons. And for Logan, that'll be his first personal foul. 14 foul on the Stars. We'll cover a lot of scores for you at the half. Grand Island boys playing in the Heartland Athletic Conference Tournament. We'll see if Grant can find us a score there on the Islanders after pulling the upset yesterday. Right elbow with it is going to be Thompson. Decided not to take the shot. Had his back to the basket. Didn't realize how open he was. Hadwiger working off the ball screen. Kicks it back out. Kind of just throws it into no man land, but he had a pair of teammates there. And Rody goes to get it. So the offense has stagnated out here for the first time. Here's a three Simmons off the screen. Grazed the front of the rim, no good. Mahoney with his eighth rebound. That breaks a streak of five in a row from three-point land. Plugi to O'Brien. Up top, Mahoney. Mahoney for three. It got partially blocked. Hadwiger got a hand on it. And Rody will grab the loose basketball. Third block for Hadwiger. Now Thompson for three. A transition three for Tanner Thompson. His third three. He's got 11. It's now 32-28, the 11-point lead down to four. The Amherst boys are feeling it. O'Brien for three, and he answers. Logan having a good game. He's got seven in the quarter, 12 in the game, and he's actually shooting the ball a little bit more here today, which would explain some of the points. And Colton Vavra, who's been quiet, as they enter it to him on the block, gets a hand on the back. Turner Plugi with the foul. His first and the team's fifth. Vavra had 18 in the win yesterday over Hastings St. Cecilia. He has zero today, and he's not really the three-point shooting kind. The Elo boys, after a short break, come in. 
Simmons and Hadwiger, who have two fouls, are going to come out. Trying to get them safely into the third quarter with no more fouls. Rody to throw it in underneath the Amherst bucket. Has to throw it up top to Ethan Elo. He's guarded by Blake Teal. They spread the floor here, try to open things up, get Vavra down on the post. They need to get him a touch. Still everything outside Thompson. Boss Hammer and Vavra, the only two in the paint. Thompson puts the ball on the floor against Logan O'Brien. One minute to go in the first half, and then O'Brien fouls. Thompson bobbled the dribble. O'Brien saw the chance to pounce on it. Thompson got it back. O'Brien gets two quick fouls. With 57 seconds to go, and Mahoney, after a quick breather, going to come back in for O'Brien. He's had a great first half. Leads the team in scoring with 12. Mahoney has nine. Schmatter, all seven of his in the first quarter. See what they decide to do here for the Broncos. Inbounds pass to Rohde. They ate a lot of time or tried to in the first. Thompson with it, guarded by Bosshammer. Murs guarding Vavra. Now they lob it down to Colton Moore. He does a good job to catch it. Turnaround jumper. Might have been fouled. Shot's no good. Rebound brought down by Blake Teal. Vavra did a great job just to catch that lob that was a little over his head. Here's Mahoney. Brings the ball up the floor. Hits the trailer. Teal, 30 seconds to go. I think they want to hold for one, but I'm not sure that they hear Coach Langan. Back out to Teal. Into the corner, Schmatterer on the block. Bosshammer up top, Mers. Nobody guards him. He takes it right to the rack. He's fouled, but it won't go. And Dylan Mers will go to the line and shoot two. Foul's going to be on Colton Vavra. His first. 15 seconds remaining here in the first half. Ravenna Sanitation halftime report coming up. And the first free throw for Dylan Mers is on the way, and it hits the front of the rim and crawls in. Third point for Mers. 20-15 to 15 at the end of one. Amherst got it up to 11. Excuse me, Carney Catholic got it up to 11. Amherst got it down to four. Now it's eight. With what should be one more possession for Amherst. Second free throw, Mers. No good, but Bosshammer got the rebound, and the layup is no good. Second try is good. Hands on his head here for Coach Rippon. Six seconds to go. It's a 10-point lead. They got to hustle it up the floor. Rohde tries to get a three, and he got fouled. He got Schmatterer in the air and was smart enough to realize that all he had to do was throw it into him, and he should get the call, and he did. The foul on Schmatterer will be his second. Kalen Rohde will go to the line to shoot three free throws with one second remaining in the half. Six in a row by Carney Catholic in the first free throw. Rody, it's good. 38-29. And again, the Broncos can't lose separation from the Stars. More than this 10 or 11 would probably be more than enough. Second free throw, no good. Rody will have a third one coming. Again, one second to go here in the half. Had a half quarter by Hannah Herrick in the girls game today. Here's the third free throw on the way, and Rody gets two of three. Will the Stars even try anything? Mahoney looking, throws it to Boss Hammer. He'll get it away from three-quarter court, and it hit the front of the rim. <laughs> it was right on target from in front of the Stars bench. And we go to halftime in the 2020 Boys Championship game of the Amherst Holiday Tournament. It always produces some great ones, and right now it's 7-1 Kearney Catholic leading 7-0 Amherst, 38-30. The Ravenna Sanitation Halftime Report is next on ESPN Tri-Cities and PlatteRiverPreps.com. 
When it's cold out and you want a hearty, hot meal in a hurry, an enchilada dinner at Amigos is the answer. Meat and cheese enchiladas have been a fan favorite for all of our 40 years. And now, for a limited time, we're also offering a cream cheese chicken enchilada. All three are smothered in our slow-simmered homemade enchilada sauce, then served with rice and beans. And for some good news to finish out 2020, enchilada dinners are just $5 all of December at Amigos. About 90 years before the seeds for the trees that produce the lumber that they sell were even planted, Mead Lumber was born in Nebraska. So now when you have the seed of an idea for a new building project from concept to design, delivery to installation, Mead Lumber in Kearney has a team of professionals to assist you with every phase of your project and service that you'd expect from a neighbor. Stop by Mead Lumber at 1440 West 56th Street to get started. Log on to MeadLumber.com. Mead Lumber in Kearney proudly supports all area athletes. Ryan Trampy is a very proud supporter of all area sports. Ever wonder what sets Channel Seed products apart from other seed? It's a direct connection to Monsanto, a company consistently recognized as a leader in seed and trait technology. Tested globally, locally, and then combined with the latest traits and treatments to ensure performance potential on your acres. I'm Ryan Trampy, your Channel Seed dealer. Time now for the Ravenna Sanitation Halftime Report here on KXPN Kearney and KICS Hastings along with 92.1 FM. Ravenna Sanitation says your trash is our treasure. Serving Buffalo County for business and residential service, Ravenna Sanitation is your trash collection connection. Find them in your local yellow pages. Halftime of the Boys Championship on this New Year's Eve. Kearney Catholic 38 and Amherst 30. Earlier today, we had our Two consolation games and girls championship in the girls consolation. Carney Catholic managed just six points in the first half before getting it going, not turning the ball over. They had 15 turnovers in the first half, three in the second half, and they were able to beat Amherst 35-34. Once they got the lead, Amherst responded, went back up 34-31, but uh, ran out of timeouts, so they had to kind of play on the run never could get anything set, had some opportunities, ended up turning it over with seven seconds to go and never got another chance. Stars win it behind the 16 points of Ashland Wishmeyer. Great game from Callie Squires, nine points, seven rebounds, and three blocks. Hannah Herrick, 18 points for Amherst, including a half quarter at the end of the third. Tenley Hadwiger, seven points, nine boards. Josie Tesmer had a great game, eight rebounds, numerous steals. In the boys' consolation, York was up 30-10 to 10 in the first half, 32-16 to 16 at halftime, and St. Cecilia got it down to three, but no closer, and York pulled away in the end, 57-48. Four players in double figures led by Jake Irwin with 14-12 for Ryan Seavers. Chase Collingham, Bryson Benjamin had 10. Braden Schropp had 27 to lead everybody in the tournament for St. Cecilia. And then in the girls' championship, St. Cecilia was up 25-18 at the half, held to one free throw in the third quarter, Two field goals in the second half, eight total points. A team that scored 74 yesterday ends up scoring 33 today. And York remains undefeated, 8-0, dropping the Hawkettes to 7-2, rallying for a 37-33 victory. Maddie Portwine didn't have a bucket till about two minutes to go in the second quarter. She ended up with 15. Bailey Kishinger didn't get her first field goal for St. Cecilia until the fourth quarter. She had seven. Catherine Hamburger led the way with 11, all in the first half. Kierkegaard, 10 points, 11 rebounds, and one block. And after the game, I had a chance to catch up with the head coach, Greg Barrett. 
Well, before we get our championship uh, rolling here, St. Cecilia played the girls' title game today against York, and the head coach, Greg Barrett, joins us here. And, I mean, we talked about it earlier today with some of the other coaches. Uh, it's just a crazy game when you play sports. How could you imagine a team that uh, put up 74 last night and played pretty good in the first half, just could get shut down to the second half? Uh, coach, just well, what happened, I guess? I know both teams are great defensively, but what, what led to your offensive woes in the second half? Well, I think uh, there was a lot more bodies in the paint in the second half, and I think, uh, you know, I'm not – York played really tough, but if you're going to call the game one way in the first half and then uh, we, we look up on the on the clock and then the fourth quarter with a minute and the other team has two fouls and they played the same way, I mean, I don't know what to tell our kids. So I thought our, we played tough. We just maybe didn't finish as strong on the rim as we needed to, but uh, there was a lot of traffic in the lane. How do you take something like this as you go to the future? Because I know you'll see some of this maybe like in the Centennial Conference Tournament and, and things like that. And I joked a little bit yesterday, that is Class B girls basketball for a lot of years, games in the 30s, and they, and they play it like that. What did you tell your kids about overcoming that either today or in the future? Well, you know, we just kind of talked about you're going to learn a lot more about yourself in games like this than you will by, you know, some other results, you know. Um, this is, this is one that you can kind of draw from on experience, like you said, whether it's in our conference or further down the road and say, you know, what didn't work and what could we have done a little bit better. But you're right. I mean, the further along you get in the, in the season, the more of a grinder it's going to be. And that was definitely a grinder. I mean, it was, you know, a hand check and it was anything on the perimeter. You had to basically earn it. And, um, you know, obviously things just didn't go our way uh, in the second half. Greg, I want to ask you your perspective of something I mentioned a couple of times out there, especially when it was trouble scoring for both teams in that second half. Both teams seemed to have the big three that could score for them and then two other players that didn't shoot the ball a whole lot. And as you said, it just got packed down. And, you know, Addie could do it too. She could lean off one of their girls six feet. They were never going to shoot the basketball. That makes it even tougher to get something done. Yeah, I mean, that, that's our strategy. I mean, we, want, we, knew, we knew who their main weapons were. I mean, I thought, you know, 12 hit some really, really tough shots in the second half. I thought defensively, I thought we played a whale of a game. I mean, anytime you hold somebody to 37 or whatever it was, I mean, we had one bad quarter. I mean, the second, fourth quarter wasn't much better, but it wasn't like we were turning the ball over. We were getting what we wanted. We just didn't get shots to fall. So I, I couldn't be more proud of our team's effort. Um, you're right, though. I mean, Class B games in the 30s, the Taylor Commerce games could sometimes get in there, too. So, uh, again, this is one you're going to learn a lot more from than maybe some of the other ones. Oh, there's always that chicken and the egg thing, too. If you don't score, you can't slap on your pressure, get the steals, get the layups. Uh, that went kind of both ways here today. Yeah, you know, it was not It was not an up-and-down game, and that might be some of that, maybe that Class B. It's maybe not as free-flowing up-and-down, at least especially that maybe with some of the teams that we scouted watching them play. I mean, it is very much so a half-court game, and, you know, we're, we're a team that doesn't mind getting out in transition a little bit and running, and that uh, they did a pretty good job of not letting us do that. So, you know, part of that, too, is probably we, we work so hard on the defensive end to get stops. It's kind of tough to continue to keep running down the other end anyway. So, um, like I said, super proud of our kids defensively. And what a great game. I mean, let's just face it. I mean, we had two great teams here. You didn't get beat by a 500 team. You got beat by the number two team in Class B, and you had a nine-point lead on them. So 7-2 and two in the month of December. As we mentioned, uh, kind of what you've got coming up here between now and the conference tournament, what's the one or two things that you want to address when you get to the practice? Well, that, that's what I love about our kids, and that's kind of been our mantra for the last four or five years since I've been here is, you know, 
it wasn't a moral victory. Oh, we, we, we got beat by whoever, whatever they're ranked in Class B. It was like, no, we came to win the game. You know, and our kids, you could see on their face, we wanted that game. And we're going to go compete against anybody we play. And that's what I love. Um, yeah. And I told them the same thing, just like you said. We're 7-2. That is one basketball game. It's still December. And we got everything we want right in front of us. Okay? So, uh, again, I love that our kids competed and they played their tails off. And like you said, it was a great basketball game. Just one, albeit not a ton of scoring. <laughs> Well, Greg, we'll let you get to it, man. you got a great team. We'll see you in a couple of weeks, and uh, looking forward to the Hawkeyes continuing to pile up some wins. Sounds good. Thanks for having me on, Doug. That's Greg Barrett, the head coach of Hastings St. Cecilia on the short end of the 37-33 decision. A quick look at our first-half numbers for Amherst. Kalen Rohde, five points and a rebound. Nolan Elo, six points. Ethan Elo, three points, two rebounds. Tanner Thompson leads the way with 11 points, two rebounds. Scout Simmons, five points, four rebounds. Tage Hadwiger hasn't scored, but he's got a couple of boards and three blocks. 15 points in each quarter, 30 points, 11 rebounds. Two out of three at the free throw line, eight of 15 from three-point land. The three blocks and six turnovers. Hadwiger and Simmons each have two fouls. For Carney Catholic, Garrett Schmatterer, seven points. Turner Plugi with two. Logan O'Brien leads the way with a dozen and five boards. Blake Teal, a three-pointer and a rebound. Dylan Mers, three points and a rebound. Brett Mahoney, nine points. Has him at 9.98 for his career. Eight boards. And Kegan Boshammer, two points, three rebounds. 20 in the first, 18 in the second. 38 points, 18 rebounds. Five out of seven at the free throw line. Five of 15 from three-point land. No turnovers. Schmatterer and O'Brien each have two fouls. The Stars lead at 38-30. You've been listening to the Ravenna Sanitation Halftime Report. The second half is next. This is Bob from B&B Carpet and Donovan. So you've been thinking of new flooring but have no idea what you want or need. Let me introduce you to our family with over 50 years combined experience. Russ, Mandy, Donna, and my son Josh. Please come in to see us at B&B, and we will do our best to help you choose your new flooring. B&B Carpet and Donovan, where our customers say, that's where we always go. Carney Catholic will get the ball to start the third quarter of play, leading it 38-30 here on ESPN Tri-Cities. Mahoney on the right wing, brings it to the paint, kicks it out O'Brien. Logan for three, it's around and in. Logan O'Brien with his third three-pointer, 15 points in the lead, back out to 11. So it was at 11, then four, now 11, and Rody fakes the three, drives in, got Boss Hammer in the air, tried to get the foul, didn't get it, missed the shot. Vauber will get the rebound, and he'll be fouled. Good job by Boss Hammer to back off even while he was in the air. The foul on Garrett Schmatterer will be his third, and it'll be Amherst ball underneath their own hoop. Eight threes and still down 11. Simmons for three. It's too strong, no good. Rebound going to be brought down by O'Brien. Logan pushes the ball down the middle of the floor. Long lead pass in the left-hand corner to Teal. Down low to Boss Hammer, and he is going to step out of bounds. Kalen Rohde and Vavra putting some defensive pressure on him down there, and that is the first turnover of the basketball game for Kearney Catholic. As my man Buck Mahoney says, sometimes a charge is a turnover. I didn't put that one down. But uh, there was a charge, and then the ball stolen away. Here's Bosshammer with the steal. Simmons tries to poke it away from behind, and they're going to ding him for his third foul a minute into the third quarter. So Amherst gave it right back for their seventh turnover. Scout Simmons with his third foul. Again, you've got almost everybody on this team that plays between 6 and 12 points, 11 points a game. There's no dominant score. Mahoney into the paint. Passes up on the shot. He actually hasn't shot it in a while. Everybody's waiting for point number 1,000. 
Maybe he's teasing them. Over to Schmatterer. Up top, O'Brien swings it weak side to Teal. Teal skips it into the corner. Schmatterer, no. Back out to O'Brien. Trying to work on Simmons, who knows he can't give up another foul. He's still in there with three. Good defense here by the Broncos. Stars throw it down to the block. Schmatterer back out O'Brien. Paul on the floor, left-hand dribble right to the hoop. Nobody got in front with help defense. And O'Brien with the first two buckets here in the second half. And it's a 13-point lead, 43-30. Down on the block, Vavra still hasn't scored, and it's knocked away by Bosshammer. Amherst turnover. That's one of the seeds to success we're going to talk about here in a moment as Mahoney drives, kicks it out. Schmatterer for the three. It's off the mark, no good. Ooh, Mahoney went over the top and slapped it out of bounds. They did not ding him with a foul. Our Seeds to Success brought to you by your Impact Ag partners, Craig Weeches and Todd Travis. Pioneer knows more about seeds with top-yielding Pioneer brand soybeans. Get the best for your field this year with Craig Weeches or Todd Travis, your Pioneer seed dealer. Science with service delivering success. Amherst, as we said, you've made eight three-pointers and you're down 13. You've got to find a way to get Vavra involved a little bit. They get it down to him. He makes some room. Contact. Missed it. Got it back. Missed it again. And Schmatterer will come out of there with it, and then he is fouled as he's hooked by Vavra trying to grab the rebound. Colton with his second re- or second foul. And Dylan Mers will check in for Bosshammer. For Carney Catholic, keep taking care of the basketball. Do what you do. There's not a whole lot that you have to talk to this basketball team about. Maybe watch the subs a little bit. They haven't had to play much in the fourth quarter. If Amherst can keep it going, what will that conditioning be like? Well, you've got a 13-point lead. Let's see what the substitutions are like. Mers is in. Kicks it back out. Teal. Catch and shoot three all the way down and out. No good. Rebound to Rody. He's fouled by O'Brien. Off the missed three-pointer. So Rody with his second rebound. O'Brien with his third personal foul. Schmatterer has three. Stars haven't really been in any foul trouble all year. And they are not overly deep. They play seven, maybe, depending on what they do with Sire as the eighth man. But Amherst has been stuck on 30. We played two and a half minutes, and they haven't scored yet here in the third quarter. And the Elo boys come back in, Nolan and Ethan, into the corner to Thompson. Overplay that defense. Thompson's trapped. Now he dribbles between the double team, and Mahoney is able to help out at the last minute and poke the ball away. Thompson was going in for the layup. Carney Catholic doubled him so hard they actually walked past him. Looked a little weird there. The defense actually just went right by him. Inbounds pass to Elo. He drives the right side of the lane, kicks it back out to Bro Ethan. To Hadwiger. Hadwiger, pull-up jumper, looking for his first points. Can't get it from eight. And Schmatterer will pull down his second rebound. Hand it off to Mahoney. Back up to Schmatterer. 4.50 to go in the third. 43-30 stars. Skip pass over to Teal. Right side of the baseline. Drives and draws the charge. Kalen Rohde is there again. Blake Teal was just trying to drive to the low block and then kick it to the far corner and kept going and ran him over. That'll be the first foul. On Teal. So a couple of stops here by Amherst, but they're going to have to score. The Stars go into that 1-3-1 zone. Elo with it. Wrap around to Rody. Kalen's going to shoot the three. It's a round and out. No good. Rebound brought down by the Stars. Dylan Murs. That'll be his second. Off to Schmatterer. Pushes it up on the right sideline. Brings it back to the paint. Works hard to the left glass. Puts it up. No good. Rebound. Ripped down. Oh, they're going to call a jump. Hadwiger and Schmatterer, the arrow points the way of Amherst. 
They're doing a pretty good job. That Mahoney and Hadwiger battle down low of kind of negating each other. So Amherst with the ball. Still 43-30. Carney Catholic, 4-15 to go in the third quarter. Amherst has still not scored here in the second half. Rohde holds the ball, takes a dribble against this 1-3-1. Deep three by Elo. No good. Oh, Plugi with a little physical. And Brett Mahoney ends up getting the rebound. A little pressure in the backcourt. They let it go both ways. Plugi into the corner to Vosshammer. Skip past Murs, backs his way into the paint. Turn around, jumper up and in, and a foul to go along with it. Dylan, they didn't get on him right away. He took a big old step, and then the contact came. Fouls on Tanner Thompson. It'll be his first. Murs is one of two at the line. He's got five points. Carney Catholic now up by 15, 45-30. Last year it was 51-48. Going to be past that this year. At least for the Stars. Murr's free throw is no good. Two Broncos fight for it. And it'll be pulled down here by Rohde. Long outlet pass into the front court, but Thompson doesn't do anything with it. Back over to Kalen. And again, hard to make a pass right here. Got to utilize the bounce pass, the head fake. Thompson for three, and he hit it. Boy, he thought he missed it the way he ran in there. Tanner just kind of chucked that up there, and he gets his fourth three-pointer of the basketball game. The first bucket of the second half at the three-and-a-half mark of the third quarter. 45-33, Stars. Mahoney, right block. Mahoney backs his way in. Turnaround jumper. There it is. Point number 1,000 in the career of Brett Mahoney. Comes at the 315 mark of the third quarter on the final day of 2020. And it's 47-33 as the fans acknowledge it. Here's Hadwiger at the other end. He'll answer back with a 10-footer. First bucket of the ball game for Tej. And it's 47-35, 2.50 to go. Will the Stars pull away, or can Amherst get back in it? We'll find out here over the last 13, or excuse me, 11 minutes. Plugi off the screen. Screen and roll to Murs. Into the corner to Mahoney. Left side, got tripped. Oh, and they're going to call the foul on Hadwiger. That was one of those where Mahoney started to make the move and just kind of stepped on his foot. That'll be foul number three on Hadwiger. Fourth team foul, and Carney Catholic will get the ball underneath their own hoop. Boss Hammer to throw it in. All the way out towards midcourt. Plugi will take it unguarded. Right back where it came from, Schmatterer. Now down on the block, Boss Hammer. Fade away jumper, tough shot. Good defense, it's no good. Rebound brought down by Thompson. Rohde with good defense that time. And here come the Amherst Broncos. Needing more points, down by a dozen. Elo to Thompson. He'll try another three. That one is no good. Long rebound comes out to Plugi. And the Stars push it up with 2.10 to go. Down the middle of the floor, Garrett Schmatterer. Picked up there by Nolan Elo. Rotated around to Teal. Sagging on him is Thompson. Up top to Mahoney. Brings it into the paint. Double teamed. Out to Bosshammer. He'll drive. Kick it into the right corner. Teal for the three. And Blake hits it. His second three-pointer of the ball game. 50-35. to Carney Catholic back by 15 and a timeout by Amherst. That's the first one they've used today. 146 remaining in the third quarter. This timeout brought to you by ENT Physicians of Carney. It is Carney Catholic 50, Amherst 35. 
Ryan Trampy is a very proud supporter of all area sports. Ever wonder what sets Channel Seed products apart from other seed? It's a direct connection to Monsanto, a company consistently recognized as a leader in seed and trait technology. Tested globally, locally, and then combined with the latest traits and treatments to ensure performance potential on your acres. I'm Ryan Trampy, your Channel Seed dealer. Great Western Bank in Kearney is a proud supporter of all area athletes and would like to wish them good luck in their competition. Great Western Bank, making life great. Our focus is on relationship-based consumer business and agribusiness banking, offering personal checking, banking on the go, mortgage, savings accounts, money management, and much more. Find out which account is right for you at 2121st Avenue in Kearney. Great Western Bank, making life great. Good luck, athletes. Some scores from earlier today in the Hack Boys semifinal. Lincoln Southeast beat Grand Island 77-58. In a big game state-wise, Auburn stays undefeated. They beat Pierce 53-41. The Central Catholic girls over Fullerton 56-41. The Central Catholic boys over Fullerton 68-28. The Centura boys beat Overton 58-16. We are back with you, Doug Duda, here in the Carney Towing Repair broadcast booth. Amherst turns it over, breakaway for O'Brien, slapped away by Elo. He can't keep it from going out of bounds. It will stay Carney Catholic basketball, up 50-35, to 35, but good hustle by Elo. And now Vavra in and Rody to get a breather. Again, York came back to win the girls' championship 37-33 over St. Cecilia. Carney Catholic, wide open Schmatterer. He gets a flasher in the lane off the assist from Bosshammer. Schmatter, his first bucket since the first quarter, but he's got nine. And the lead now 17. 52-35. Hadwiger, this 1-3-1 has really shut him down here in this third quarter. Hadwiger tries to drive into it, dumps it inside, got it to Vavra. Short arm the four-footer. It's been that kind of a night for Colton, and the rebound brought down by Boss Hammer. Still no points for Vavra, who is the leading scorer, about 11 a game at 18 last night. Schmatter up top to Teal. Stars trying to put this one away here. O'Brien for three, and it's good. Logan O'Brien, eight in the corner, a career-high 20 points for him, and it is 55-35 to 35 in favor of the Stars. Getting their third three here in the quarter. And for Elo. He'll come down the middle of the paint. Put it up there by Nolan. No good. Boss Hammer with the rebound. Stars not letting off the gas much. 20 seconds to go. Teal pull up three for Blake. It's off the front of the iron. No good. Ball goes out of bounds. Last touch by the green and gold of the Stars. In Nebraska women won today. 65-63 over 15th ranked Northwestern. Men, after getting walloped last night, are back in action at home Saturday against Michigan State, their fourth consecutive top 25 opponent. Mahoney and Murs in here for the Stars, but they're playing defense for the final 15 seconds. Thompson, Simmons, Hadwiger, Vavra, Rody, the original five on the floor here for the last possession of the third quarter for Amherst. Held to five points here in the third. And that's just not going to get her done. Hadwiger over to Simmons. Six seconds in the corner to Thompson. They double him. Tanner trying to find a way to get a shot away. Nice pass inside to Vavra, who scores and draws the foul. Everybody thought Thompson was going to throw one up. He had the presence of mind to make the pass with a second to go. And Colton Vavra gets his first bucket of the ball game. He's fouled by Teal with a tenth of a second to go. So the free throw to end 
the third quarter of play. And Vavra puts it up and good. And that'll bring us to the end of the third. Kearney Catholic 55, Amherst 38 of the boys' championship game of the Amherst Holiday Tournament. We'll have the fourth quarter for you right after this. The dream of every American farmer is to watch the family farm being passed on from generation to generation. CHS wants to be the company that helps that dream come true. Farmers know CHS Agronomy is who they can trust and count on. When you do business with CHS and Holdridge, you're connecting to agronomic expertise. Your CHS Agronomy Department can help you with everything from chemical, fertilizer, seed, and precision ag. People and resources you can count on always and always here at chsholdridge.com. Farmer owned with Global Connections. Town & Country Bank is truly your hometown bank. We've been serving the central Nebraska region since 1905. We currently have offices in the communities of Ravenna, Pleasanton, Kearney, and Litchfield. Town & Country Bank is locally owned and managed. We pride ourselves in serving you through exceptional personal service. We also strive to offer you the latest in technological advancements. Stop by and visit with us about your financial needs or just to chat. The hometown bank with a big interest in serving you. We are Town & Country Bank. Doug Duda back with you here at the Amherst Holiday Tournament. Again, a big thank you to Athletic Director Nathan Dietz and all the folks here at Amherst for their hospitality, another well-run tournament. And also want to give our condolences out to the family of Bruce Blankenship, who had such an impact not only as the mayor of the city of Kearney, but what he did with the Kearney Catholic Foundation and the associations that were around Kearney Catholic. Services will be on Tuesday for Bruce. Carney Catholic will start with the ball and go right to Logan O'Brien. Drives the left slide of the block. He'll put it up there and in, and it's 57-38. He's got a game-high 22 points here for Carney Catholic. But again, just want to send our condolences to Tammy and the family of Bruce Blankenship. When I moved, I told this story on the Doug and Daddy show uh, this week. When I moved here, Bruce and I did Carney Catholic football the first year that I was here, and it was an enjoyable time and always great to see him out and about. Here is a three-point attempt by Rohde. It's off the inbounds, and the shot is no good, and Mahoney will pull down his 10th rebound. He has just 11 points here tonight. Teal with the three-pointer. It's off the front of the iron, no good. Offensive rebound, boss hammer, but nowhere to go with it, and it's going to be taken away by Hadwiger. Only the second turnover of the game for the Stars. Down to Vavra, right block, looking for some room. Schmatterer holds tight out to Thompson. His three-pointer was deflected. It's no good. Teal will grab the loose ball. 9 of 22 from three-point land for Amherst. For Carney Catholic, 8 of 22. So they both shot 22 three-pointers. Down to Mahoney. He's deep. He's got Hadwiger in the air. He gets fouled. He'll go to the line and shoot two. First free throws of the game for Brett Mahoney. Hadwiger gets his fourth personal foul. Fifteen foul of the half. Mahoney picked up his 1,000th career point last quarter, but it's his only bucket of the second half. He's had some help today from O'Brien and Schmatterer. Free throw is good for Mahoney, and he's got a dozen points. Again, the Stars will play at Beatrice coming up. On Saturday afternoon, tip time is set for 4.30. Second free throw is good. So Mahoney hits them both. 59-38, that's the largest lead of the game at 21 here for Carney Catholic. So Amherst was able to shoot enough threes to stay in it early, but kind of fell under the thumb there, the 1-3-1 in the third quarter. Vavra gets it out to Rohde. Skips it over to Thompson. He's got a look at a three, and it's around and out. No good, but Hadwiger goes up and grabs the offensive board. Clears it out to Thompson again. 
Takes a couple of dribbles, step through, 10-footer. Didn't really shoot it, just kind of shoved it up towards the hoop. Bosshammer will get his seventh rebound. Kagan across the timeline. Trapped, no timeout, able to get out of there. Schmoderer comes down the lane, and the scoop shot is up and in. Schmoderer was about 25 feet away, took two dribbles, two steps, and he was home. Scout Simmons against the 1-3-1, brings it across the timeline. To Thompson, ball kicked by Mahoney. Don't forget to nominate your athlete. Our final event of 2020 is this game right here. But our Platte River Preps Athlete of the Month will still take your nomination. Tyler Schlecht of Adams Central, Haley Fleshman of Overton won it last month. Get yours in for the Athlete of the Month brought to you by B&B Carpet of Donovan. Three-pointer is no good. Rebound brought down by Dylan Mers. Turner Plugi got away with it over the back. Into the corner, they'll get it to Mahoney. 5.40 to go in the game. Mahoney on the right wing, puts his head down into the paint, puts the elevated jumper up over Hadwiger, no good. O'Brien tries to keep it alive. Vavra has it, he's fouled. Boy, the ball got batted way out towards the top of the key. And a foul on Carney Catholic. That'll go on Turner Plugi. His second, the team fouls are even at five apiece. When we are done, the New West Sports Medicine and Orthopedic Surgery postgame show with all the final stats, coaches' interviews, stay with us. As Amherst is going to drop their first game of the year, Simmons is driving and reaching in. There were three stars raking him, but it's going to be Brett Mahoney to pick up his second personal foul. 5.19 to go, 61-38, Kearney Catholic. After this, Amherst will host Wood River Tuesday, go to Ansley Litchfield Thursday, and go to Overton Friday. That Ansley Litchfield game, the biggest of those three as they won their holiday tournament up at Central Valley, beating a good Central Valley team yesterday. Ball knocked away from Elo. Arnie Catholic jumping on it, trying to get a timeout. Now they don't need to as it rolls far enough away that Schmatterer picks it up. First turnover of the quarter, 10th of the game for Amherst. Here's Mahoney drive and try to kick it back out to O'Brien. Logan, who committed to Shadron State this week. Congrats to him. We mentioned that yesterday. Schmoderer gets free. Elo went for the steal, couldn't get it. Garrett baseline jumper from eight, and it's good. And the junior Garrett Schmoderer having his best varsity game with 13 points here in the championship. And the lead continues to swell as Amherst has only scored eight points in the second half. Thompson for three, makes it 11. So Tanner Thompson with a team-high 17 points, 63-41. And the Stars probably not too long for maybe getting deeper down the bench here and getting ready for Saturday's game with Beatrice. Of course, the big one, Grand Island Central Catholic at home next Friday night, which we'll have for you, of course. Three-pointer O'Brien, that one a little short. Dylan Murr's trying to save it, but it got away in Tanner Thompson. Picks up the basketball, and then his outlet pass is picked off. Steal made. O'Brien to Mers. Back to Logan. Logan to the free throw line, into the corner to Plugi. Up top, Schmatterer to Mahoney. I think Mahoney's saying, you can sub for me at any time. 63-41, 3.40 to go. Stars will go to 8-1. and one. Off the dribble. Here comes Plugi. Got it poked away. Kind of was off balance and then got it poked away. Just the third turnover for the Stars in the entire game. Get down. He got out of control. Didn't know what to do, so he threw it up there. And Mers will grab the rebound. Mahoney between the circles. Holds the basketball. 3-10 remaining. Turner Plugi. 
Against the Amherst man-to-man. Again, really nobody's went deeper than the seven, so they're going to be tired tonight. Left-hand corner, Schmatterer whips it out of there to O'Brien. They had him trapped up to Plugi Turner for three. No good. You can tell the boys are getting tired. The threes have been short. Saved by O'Brien. Right back underneath the Schmatterer, and he'll put it up and in. Two more for Garrett Schmatterer. 65-41 stars. 2.45 to go. Not only does O'Brien have 22 points, I've got him for seven boards. In the corner, Elo. Nolan tries to whip it into Simmons. Off of his foot. Turned over Amherst. Picked up and ahead to Mahoney. Went in with a double clutch. Thought about dunking it, but Hadwiger got in his way. And Mahoney will get point number 15. 67-41. Just a huge second half here for Carney Catholic. It was 38-30 at the half. Thompson. Dribbling in place. Back out to Elo. Three-pointer from the lefty, Ethan. No good. Rebound again by Garrett Schmoderer. And now the boys are waiting to sub in, and we will get a foul in the backcourt. Called on Tanner Thompson. His second, the team's sixth. And Carney Catholic will bring home a boys' championship here as the starters leave with 2-0-1 to go. Coming in will be Sire, Mandernack. Uh, they're going to keep Plugi in. They're going to keep Teal in. And they're going to keep Boss Hammer in, so I guess just two subs. Boss Hammer throws it into the front court. Long way here, finds Mandernack. Back to Teal, guarded by Thompson. Tries the baseline, cut off to the free throw line. They'll kick it back out to Kegan. Kegan didn't have to do much offensively, but he'll drive here and score. Just his second bucket of the ball game, 69-41. Simmons. Front court, bounce pass into the corner. Rohde skips it all the way over to Thompson. Catch and shoot. Three-pointer good. Tanner Thompson with 20 points in the basketball game. The 11-3. Boy, if you'd have told me that Amherst made 11 threes, I'd have said they'd have been all over this basketball game. But that's 33 of their 44 points. There's absolutely nothing inside. And we get a foul here on Rohde. That'll be his first. It's the team's seventh. So into the bonus is Turner Plugi. Carney Catholic is 7 of 11. Excuse me, 7 of 10 at the moment at the free throw line. Plugi will try and add a couple. Front end of the 1-1 one one is good. Point number 70 for the Stars. That'll be the fourth time this season they've hit it. They had 71 yesterday. They've got 71 today as Plugi hits them both. 71-44 with a minute 20 to go. Rody into the front court with it. Nolan looks over for Scout. Simmons back up to Nolan. Fakes the three. Drives baseline. Has some room. Dribbles behind the backboard. Kicks it out to Simmons who comes down the lane. Puts it off the glass and scores. Scout Simmons, his first points of the second half. He's got seven. 71-46. Yesterday it was 71-47. Boss Hammer with a good fake. Got his man to bite and takes the dribble into the paint and puts up another one and gets a couple of late buckets here. Jumper in the corner. Thompson for three more. He gets another three here in the fourth quarter. Three in the fourth. 73-49, 37 seconds to go. Players waiting to sub in. Doesn't look like they'll call timeout to let him in. Mandernack, Thompson says, that's okay, I'll foul. So that the boys can come in. Tanner Thompson with his third. It does allow Carney Catholic to shoot some free throws. They got five guys coming in, but one of them have to sit on the side for Mandernack. So Logan or Caleb O'Brien says, okay. 
There comes Jacob Isaacson and Corn Conrad and Quentin Hoagland, Creighton Sharp, and Mandernack at the line to shoot the one and one. Front of the iron, no good. Rebound brought down by Nolan Elo. 30 seconds to go, 73-49, Carney Catholic. Elo off the screen to the baseline, contacted to the corner. Simmons out to Thompson, ball fake, wants another three, takes it. It's short that time, no good. Rebound brought down by the Stars. Conrad grabs it. He'll hand it off to Isaacson into the front court with nine seconds to go. Isaacson drives into the corner. Let's see if anybody takes a shot. Skip it out to Mandernack. Up top to Hoagland, and time expires. And Kearney Catholic, your 2020 Amherst Holiday Tournament Boys Champion with a 73-49 win over Amherst. But the story, they held Amherst to 19 points in the second half while putting up 35 themselves. The New West Sports Medicine and Orthopedic Surgery postgame show is coming up next on KXPN, Kearney, Amherst, and KICS, Hastings, and AIR, and the World Wide Web at PlatteRiverPreps.com. We'll be right back. For professional service to keep your business running smoothly, call Hellman, Maine, Kostler, and Cottle. Don't let your financial accounts become overtaxing. Let Hellman, Maine, Kostler, and Cottle take care of the accounting while you worry about taking care of your business. They can do it all, from a large company to small businesses. They make it a priority to do the best to help take the stress out of the numbers. Best of luck to all the area athletes in tonight's game from Hellman, Maine, Kostler, and Cottle. Ryan Trampy is a very proud supporter of all area sports. Ever wonder what sets Channel Seed products apart from other seed? It's a direct connection to Monsanto, a company consistently recognized as a leader in seed and trait technology. Tested globally, locally, and then combined with the latest traits and treatments to ensure performance potential on your acres. I'm Ryan Trampy, your Channel Seed dealer. Transmission problems, sloppy or jerky shifting could be a serious hit to your pocketbook, or sometimes a simple repair is all that is needed. Maybe a solenoid or a small electronic part. Hi, this is Wayne with TBK Transmissions. We'll share some money-saving choices of whether to repair or replace your transmission. Two-wheel drive, four-wheel drive, foreign or domestic. The only way is TBK. 2520, have any queue or online at tbktrans.com. TBK Transmissions, the only way is TBK. In this moment, who has your back? Do you know the name of your insurance agent? Does your insurance agent know your name? Or would you call an 800 number that connects you with who? Another state? Another country? Instead, contact Barney Insurance, your local independent agent with auto owner's insurance. Barney Insurance, trusted people who you can call when bad stuff happens. In this moment, get an agent who will protect you in that moment. Barney Insurance, now at the corner of Avenue N and 56th Street in Kearney. Also Holdridge, Lexington, and Lincoln. BarneyInsurance.net. And welcome back, everyone, to Amherst. All eight games are now in the book, and we are done with high school sports for the 2020 season. There are still some games, a couple of them out there in the state that are wrapping up, but we are glad to have brought you a, a 2020 that we never would have imagined when we tipped it off back in January, this is the New West Sports Medicine and Orthopedic Surgery Postgame Show. Certified and fellowship trained physicians providing a superior standard of care with no referral necessary. No matter the activity, New West is here to get you back to it. Schedule your appointment today. The York girls and Kearney Catholic boys come away as the champions of the Amherst Holiday Tournament. It'll go back to Kearney Catholic next year. 
And our final numbers look like this in the boys' game. For Amherst, Kalen Rohde, five points, three rebounds. Nolan Elo had a couple of threes first quarter, ended up with six points and one rebound. Colton Vavra held to just one bucket today, three points, three rebounds. Ethan Elo had a three-point bucket and two rebounds. Tanner Thompson led the scoring for Amherst tonight. He had 23 points, and he was able to hit seven three-pointers in the basketball game. He had four rebounds. Scout Simmons, seven points, four rebounds. Tage Hadwiger, just two points, four rebounds, and three blocked shots. Amherst had 30 points at halftime, but were held to 19 in the second half. 49 points, 21 rebounds, three out of four at the free throw line. They attempted 29 three-pointers and hit 12 of them. Eight of 15 in the first half, just four of 14 in the second half. Amherst turnovers, six in the first half and six in the second. So they ended up 12 of 29 from three, the three blocks, and 12 turnovers. Amherst suffers their first loss, 7-1. They'll take on Kevin Asher's Wood River Eagles here at home on Tuesday. Then they get a tough one at Ansley Litchfield Thursday and Overton on the road next Friday. They still have Pleasanton this upcoming month, and uh, we'll see what Gibbon can bring to the table. Wilcox, Hildreth, SEM, a lot of FKC action for Amherst. For Carney Catholic, Garrett Schmatterer had his best game as a varsity player. 15 points, 4 rebounds. Turner Plugi, 4 points, 1 rebound. Logan O'Brien, he led the way for the Stars today with 22 points, 7 rebounds. Corin Conrad got a rebound. Blake Teal a couple of threes. He had 6 points, 2 rebounds. Dylan Mers, 5 points, 4 rebounds. Brett Mahoney, who picked up his 1,000th career point in the third quarter, finished with 15 points, a game-high 11 boards. Kegan Bosshammer, 6 points, 7 rebounds. 38 points in the first half when they led 38-30. They put up a few more than that in the second half, and I'm going to have to work on my math. They had 35 in the second half, 73 points, 37 rebounds. They just dominated the boards. 9 of 13 from the free throw line, 8 of 24 from three-point land, and only three turnovers, and two of those were in the fourth quarter. And Carney Catholic is now 8-1, and one, and the Amherst Holiday Tournament champion 73-49. And the head coach, Bob Langan, joins us. And, Coach, there's got to be a lot to be pleased about here as you get ready for New Year's Eve. Yeah, uh, we played a really, really good game tonight. I thought Amherst did a really good job coming out right away in the gate and getting hot, and we just kind of staved our way through it and kept with what we were doing a little bit, made a little defensive adjustment at halftime. And then after that, like you said, if we take care of the ball and only have three turnovers, we're going to be really, really tough. What was it about the matchup? So when you decided to go man, when you decided to go zone, obviously that zone in the second half just really shut them down. Uh, You held them to eight points for about the first 12 minutes and they put up some late there in the fourth quarter and you dominated them on the boards. I mean, Talk about what your game plan was from that perspective. Yeah, uh, to tell you the truth, uh, our game plan coming out of halftime was kind of get up in the passing lane more in our man-to-man defense and make tougher catches. And then O'Brien got his third foul right away, and I'm like, let's protect him and let's play a little 1-3-1. One, one. And then that actually ended up working out pretty good for strategy-wise, so maybe uh, some dumb luck there. But I was a little uh, wary of our 1-3-1. One, one. They attacked it well last year when we played them, and I thought they'd be ready to go in the way they were shooting it. But our kids did a good job of the tiny adjustments and giving up uh, more drive to make them collapse down so we can get some turnovers on them. 
give me your perspective of the Hadwiger-Mahoney matchup because they really went at it. And let's face it, uh, Brett, for whatever reason, I don't know if he knew a 1,000 was coming up. He really didn't even try to shoot the basketball for quite a period in the game tonight, but yet he was getting the job done defensively, and Hadwiger only scored two points. Yeah, uh, you know that matchup was coming. I know uh, Hadwiger's been kind of compared to Brett a little bit on some things. And uh, Brett early on, I think Hadwiger did a good job on him, kind of took him away a little bit, denied him, got a couple tips here and there. And then once Brett kind of settled down a little bit and looked to get in the post and use his strength, Hadwiger's going to be a strong kid. And when he's a junior and a senior, you know, it'll be like Brett and that uh, Brett's just size and strength and maybe a little bit more varsity experience took over. And the matchup on that one early on for us was Logan over Logan O'Brien. I thought Logan O'Brien did a good job and all their set stuff, forcing Hadwiger to the hand that we need to force him to. So O'Brien did a great job on him. What about Logan? We talked about it earlier this month uh, that you've got the three guys uh, in, whether it's boss hammer or whether it's Blake or whether it's, Logan and Logan just wasn't really shooting the ball much. Maybe once it goes in, you get a little more confidence to shoot tonight, but he shot the ball last night and he shot the ball as much today as he has all year. Yeah, he's he's a really, really smart kid, and he's going to be one of those kids, if the ball's going in the hoop, he'll probably shoot it a little bit more, be more aggressive. Ball doesn't go in the hoop quite as much. He's probably going to pull back because he's thinking he's uh, not get, doing what he needs to do for his teammates, but we need to keep him shooting it. And if we can get, like you said, those three or four guys really, really going, it's nice to see the ball go in the hoop. 71 yesterday, 73 today. Saturday, you go to Beatrice. That's usually typically a physical lower scoring game, but there's a couple of teams you have put the ball in the hoop against. Uh, how do you feel with the 70 point games and getting ready for Beatrice? Uh, we feel we're going to be able to score it. I know last year we went through a stretch with the snowstorm and then played really well against the Ogallala game and then kind of let our guard down a little bit uh, against Beatrice and we kind of ho-hummed around and then all of a sudden six minutes left in the fourth quarter they kind of really stuck it to us and just a couple teaching points this week in practice when trying to drive it into a bunch of dudes we said hey Beatrice did this last year we really got to do this so I think our kids are going to be ready to play for that game because they remember last year how that went and we we thought we were a better team than Beatrice last year and uh, we'll go down there it's tough to play down there but I think it's going to be a good test for us. All right, Bob, uh, happy new year. You give Amherst their first loss. Beatrice is good. Central Catholic is looming next Friday. So have a good start to 2021, bud. Yep. Thanks for the coverage, Doug. We appreciate it. You bet. Kearney Catholic coach Bob Langan. They win it by a score of 73 to 49. We'll talk with Amherst coach Eric Rippon and wrap things up here on the New West Post Game Show right after this. Oh, I can't believe it. Are you kidding me? Out here in the middle of nowhere, Mom and Bramps will kill me. What's that girl? Call Carney Towing and Repair? Because they'll get us home from anywhere. But I don't have their number. 308-236-9951. Thanks, girl. 24-hour towing. Certified repair. No matter why, no matter where. 308-236-9951. Lock it in. Carney Towing and Repair. When DuPont Pioneer says they're with you from the word go, what does that mean? It means packing a ton of people power, along with unmatched service and support, into high-performance hybrids. Sure, Pioneer corn products feature high-performance trait packages, but it's your local team of professionals that helps place the right products in your field. Pioneer, with you from the word go. Your Ag Impact partners are Craig Weegis and Todd Travis. 
Fuzz's Marine knows that boat buying may not be on the top of your mind right now. But if you want to take advantage of in-stock incentives, first pick on their 2021 inventory, or want to special order your new boat and have it ready for spring, stop into Buzz's Marine and shop the full lineup of Tigas and exclusive StarCraft deck boats. They also have great buys on fishing boats and pontoons. The biggest selection from the east to the west coast. Find out more online at buzzesmarine.com. Buzz's Marine, South Central Avenue, Kearney. Experience matters. ENT Physicians of Kearney and Family Hearing Center has physicians who are devoted to the medical and surgical treatment of ear, nose, throat, head, and neck disorders in adults and children. See Dr. Conley, Dr. Johnson, and Dr. Blake at Kearney ENT and see why experience matters to them. Their main office is located in Kearney. However, they are where you are. With six satellite locations located throughout central Nebraska, they provide the highest quality care to everyone. ENT Physicians of Kearney and Family Hearing Center, specializing in you. Back here on the New West Post Game Show, uh, some other scores over at the Bob Braithwaite Arapaho Holiday Tournament. Consolation game, Juanita Palisade girls roll up Arapaho 61-22 in the final. St. Pat's beat Blue Hill 52-30 for the boys in the games today. Juanita Palisade over Arapaho 45-38. St. Pat's beat Blue Hill in the championship 71-41. As we said, Grand Island got beat in the hack semifinals today uh, as well. By Lincoln Southeast, 77-58. Coach Eric Rippon joins us here on the New West Post Game Show as we uh, try to bounce back down from the first loss of the year. It has to happen at some point for just about everybody. Uh, Coach, I thought surviving the first quarter was going to be the key. You survived it. You made it to halftime, but then uh, maybe that 1-3-1 zone threw you off. And I, I made one comment, I believe, at halftime there where I said you guys had made eight three-pointers, and, it, and then it was like 43-30. to 30, You're down 13. Uh, that was about all the offense that you guys were able to muster. So some good and bad out there, obviously. Yeah, I mean, we knew we knew today was going to be an uphill battle. Um, we knew it was going to be tough. Um, obviously, Carney Catholic's a great team. They're going to win a lot of basketball games. and um, But, you know, I, we did. We competed that first quarter. We competed the second quarter. Um, I thought we fought in the third quarter for the most part. And then, you know, their length and their, their toughness and their, you know, size just kind of got to us, um, late in the third and into the fourth quarter where, um, we were trying to tell our kids to attack that zone. And we just, I think we were a little timid we didn't want to go in there again with their size and they're, when they go into that zone, they're tough because they do have a lot of length and size and, um, you know, and I, I knew we were going to have to hit some shots to be in this ball game, and we hit shots early, and then it just we ran out of steam. So, but credit, you know, a lot of credit goes to Carney Catholic. They do a lot of good things down there. What did you like what you saw from your defense? I mean, yeah, they put up 73 points and 38 in the first half, and you're trying to man a very experienced group out there. What did you see on that side? Um, I mean, we told them, you know, obviously you've got to stop Brett Mahoney, which is impossible, you know. We, we did the best we could on him, and I thought we made a lot of things tough on him. But they all do a great job of driving into the paint, and if you help, you know, off of, the, you know, off of your guy, and they just kick it out, and they either redrive or, you know, they knock down shots. And I thought they shot the ball extremely well, you know, again. And if they're doing that, I, I don't, they're not going to lose many games. Um, you know, last year they were one for 20, I think, from the three, and, um, this year we knew again, we were going to have to shoot it well and they were going to have to shoot it not so well. And they, they hit a lot of key shots late and it seemed like when we wanted to make a run, they would come down and, you know, bang one in. And so, um, but again, you know, I, I thought we competed hard today. Um, but you know, 
we'll learn. We'll learn and we'll get better. This game definitely made us better as a team. From that aspect, obviously Colton had 18 points last night and didn't get many touches. Tried to get him the ball. It looked like coming out of halftime, intentionally feed him the ball, but uh, it was just hard to do anything in the paint. Yeah, no, no doubt about it. And again, that goes back to their size, you know, with Mahoney in the middle and Murs, um, you know, and Boss Hammer, all those guys, you know, have good length. And it was tough for Colton and he had opportunities. It's not that he didn't have any opportunities today. He just, you know, I think he was a little timid, too, of he didn't want to get his shot blocked and he didn't, you know, want to go up. And but, you know, it is what it is. And again, we, we've got to take a look at the film and we've got to get him the ball, you know, a little more. But he's also got to be able to finish down there. You had a lot of games, and I wish we could cover them all in the month of January, and I know we'll see you soon. Uh, Wood River, you go out of conference. Coach Asher over there, it's probably going to be similar to what you played here today and yesterday, and then obviously a big one over at Ansley Litchfield uh, next week that a lot of people will be looking at. Overton's down, uh, but you got a three-game week next week. Yeah, definitely, three-game week next week, and I mean, we can't we can't let this loss you know bring us down you know again this was this was a really good team this loss isn't gonna you know doesn't hurt us um, it was good for experience for the boys um, hopefully down the road where we you know hopefully are at at the end of the season you know this game we'll look back at this game and said yeah you know this really helped but um, yeah very very tough two three games coming up here you know we've coach Asher's you know won how many state championships and he's got that Wood River team you know doing some good things so. Um, it's going to be a quick turnaround to, you know, you know, a lot of big games next week. And then obviously, you know, Ansley and that everybody's looking forward to. But um, we've got we've got to fix some things and we've got to take care of business um, against Wood River before we move on to anywhere else. Well, I think I'm still trying to read the cryptic message that we got from the NSAA today. And the funny thing is, you go to a place like Amherst, basically everybody's family anyway, but at least the student body, it looks like they're going to open that up next week and leave it up to the member schools. So we may even have a little more atmosphere, but we had a pretty good atmosphere here today. Yeah, I thought, you know, I thought this turn, you know, we knew this holiday tournament was going to be great. Um, and again, when you play, you know, teams that are so close together, um, you know, fans, you know, last year's game brought so much hype into the, you know, into today. Um, it was awesome. You know, our fans always show up for games and that's what I love. That's what I love about the Amherst community. You know, they really love their sports and they really, um, follow these boys, you know, really well and even everything. So, and I knew Carney Catholic would bring a lot of fans right. too. So it was, it was a lot of fun. I just, you know, again, we got some things we need to learn, but shoot, you can't ask for better games like this. Uh-oh, little guy's out. He's waiting for dad. <laughs> little guy wants to come see dad. So a uh, happy new year to you guys, and uh, we will see you next month. Yep. Coach, thanks for the time. Thanks, Doug. Appreciate it. Eric Rippon, head coach of the Amherst Broncos, as they uh, suffer their first loss today by a score of 73-49. to Again, if you missed out on anything that uh, happened today, the girls' consolation game, Carney Catholic started this morning uh, only scoring six points in the first half, trailing by a score of 17-6 to to Amherst, and they just chipped their way back into it and found a way to win it 35-34, 16 points for Ashland Wishmeyer, 9.7 rebounds, three blocks for Cali Squires. They're now 4-5. and five. Amherst will drop to 3-5. and five. Hannah Herrick had 18 points, including a half quarter at the end of the third, seven points, nine rebounds for Tenley Hadwiger, and Josie Tesmer played great 
great defense and hit the boards. Numerous steals, three points, eight rebounds. In the boys' consolation game, York jumped out early. They were up 30-10. to 10. They led it 32-16 at the half, and St. Cecilia found a way to cut it to three but couldn't get it all the way back, and York ends up winning it 57-48. Four players in double figures for the Dukes, led by Jake Irwin with 14. For St. Cecilia, another great game for Braden Schropp. He poured in 27 points. Garrett Parr was also in double digits with 11. So St. Cecilia now 5-4. and four. York snaps a five-game losing streak. All the top 10 teams there, 3-5. and five. In the girls' championship, St. Cecilia was up 25-18 at the half, but was held to eight points in the second half. As York remains undefeated at 8-0, St. Cecilia 7-2. 37-33 York. Maddie Portwine with 15 points. St. Cecilia got 11 from Catherine Hamburger all in the first half. Addie Kierkegaard, 10 points and 16 rebounds. And again here, Kearney Catholic steadily pulled away for the 73-49 victory. Tanner Thompson, seven threes and 23 points for Amherst. Kearney Catholic got 22.7 rebounds from Logan O'Brien, 15 points, including career point number 1,011 rebounds for Brett Mahoney. Garrett Schmatterer, also 15 points, a career high here tonight. Uh, you've been listening to the New West Sports Medicine and Orthopedic Surgery post-game show. Certified and fellowship trained physicians providing a superior standard of care with no referral necessary. No matter the activity, New West is here to get you back to it. Schedule your appointment today. Happy New Year, everyone. We will see you in 2021. Don't forget the stars are playing Saturday. The boys at Beatrice, the girls hosting Minden, the varsity scheduled for 430 at both spots. For our producer engineer, Grant Ty. I'm Doug Duda. Good night from Amherst and goodbye 2020. On a winning sports team, all the players work together and good things happen. And this sports broadcast on Platte River Radio happens because of a strong local team. The businesses you hear during this game know the value of advertising their message to sports fans. Our sponsors tell their story to thousands of Central Nebraska listeners every week. That helps their business grow and it makes these broadcasts possible. We'd love to have you join our sports sponsorship team. Go to platteriverradio.com slash advertise and get in the game with us. The preceding has been a Platte River Radio ESPN Tri-City Sports Production brought to you by Platte River Preps. To download this podcast or any of our podcasts, visit platteriverpreps.com.